When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 8, Padray, and The Walking Dead, World Beyond, Season 2, Episode 10, The Last Light. They're both over. And we're just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. I'm so sad, you guys. It's our very last ever episode of Fear the Walking Dead, World Beyond. Now, it's not our last Walking Dead ever, but it's the last time that the four of us will be gathered here together to talk about all things Fear the Walking Dead at the same time that we are talking about all things World Beyond, because the World Beyond has gone off to the Great Beyond, and we are here to send it into Walking Dead Valhalla. Uh, my name is Jessica Lees. We've got a great action-packed show full of news for you tonight, and if you guys all want to skip ahead an hour to get to the part that I know you all really want to talk about, that is your prerogative, but I hope you'll stick around for all of us. Um, we have a lot of, we have two entire hours of television to talk about before we talk about the big news. So I think maybe instead of guiding the discussion myself, I'm just going to turn it over to to a zombie that I hope will eventually lead us to the correct piece of news that we want to discuss. And um, please welcome to the panel, Senator Josh Wiggler. Uh, Brains is the name of a pizza place in my old neighborhood uh, that I remember because zombies remember where they're from. Oh, my God. Uh, Jess, I'm so thrilled to be here. Uh, of course, we are, uh, as you say, in mourning of the fact that this is the end of Fear the Walking Dead World Beyond, the podcast where we talk about Fear the Walking Dead and the Walking Dead World Beyond at the same time, that this is the last time we'll do that. But of course, our charge here as stewards of the zombie apocalypse is never truly over even if it's taking a quick break. But we are mourning this anyway. And uh, uh, in, in tribute to that, uh, and in deference of, the, of sort of the mood of the moment, uh, we all uh, got our arms bit, uh, and we all chose to, to, to amputate. So uh, we are just following in the leads of our, of our heroes tonight. Yeah, I think we're all we're all choosing different ways of uh, expressing our prosthetics, though. Yes, yes. Like I, I Josh, I see. I that have a you, pizza wheel that I've uh, put on. Uh, yeah. Is what I will be using in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I, I see. Um, Chappelle's got the spiky ball hand, and yep. it's gone for the skeleton. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just doing Elton. I'm just not having anything. Yeah. 
Chappelle, you should have been wearing the corduroy jacket. Oh my God, you know I couldn't even help myself. I was like, it's the jacket. They started the episode with the jacket. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I, 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 look at your jacket. He's like, yeah, it's Tuffy Corduroy. Like, I'm like, oh, look at that. The jacket is going to save his life. It didn't. The jacket did not come into play. What is that about? It I did come Percy. into play. It did come into play because he didn't have it, so he lost his superpower, so he was susceptible to death. But he didn't die. <laughs> That's God. So, oh, jeez. Right. Yeah, he didn't die. But you know, my heart was just on the floor. Just I yeah. like I just I couldn't handle it. I think I watched Fear first, and so I'd already seen somebody get bit that I didn't think was going to get bit, and so to see Elton get bit too, I was like, "What is going on? Why? Why wasn't it silent? I mean, I didn't mean that, but you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, no, I hear what you're I'm saying. Just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It was a tough one. My for arm. Me. Don't bite my yeah. arm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. AJ. <laughs> oh, no. It's one of those French zombies. Oh, Run. they're so much faster. They're so fast. Oh, I've got a cramp. Okay, just eat me. Uh, I, I, I watched I watched the end the end of the uh, the little ones first. So uh, the 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 arm losing certainly took me by surprise. Uh, were you surprised? I was surprised. And then when I saw the, the, the Alicia, I was just like, oh, "Are you serious? Seriously, the, the biggest, you're not getting a room and talk to each other." The biggest <laughs> surprise, and maybe it shouldn't have been, is that both Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead: World Beyond both featured main characters getting bit on the arm and having to amputate their own arms uh as like major moments for those characters and yet jess should i be surprised considering how much the walking dead franchise loves twinning uh from the robert patrick's you know did they just want to twin the 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 two finales having someone lose their arm they really got to twin the walking dead but i'll tell you the most shocking part of all of this is that two different people got bit in logical places because usually someone on this show gets bit. It's like somehow they managed to not get touched by a walker at all, except like in the middle of their torso so that they can mm-hmm. lift up their shirt. And like, <laughs> Oh, I've been bit on the torso. Like someone got, got my thorax. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> got me in the kidney. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, straight in the kidney. I'm right. couldn't, not- have been a, couldn't have been a foot for anyone, you know, and then you get a cool foot. I don't know. Um, Spiky ball foot spiky ball foot would be cool. <laughs> for yeah. me the most unbelievable thing in the entire two hours of television was how wonderful alicia's quaff was i mean my goodness yeah mm. to the she looked fabulous uh, thrilled <laughs> to have alicia debdom carry back on the show for however much time we are uh, lucky enough to get the character considering uh, sort of the state she seems to be in and maybe the franchise changing state that she's in in addition to the other franchise uh, changing <laughs> Speaking of twins on world beyond in uh, the defense of this show, it was a very big night for the Walking Dead franchise, and that's not even accounting for very big news, which we'll definitely have to get into in a big way, but we've been cool. Be cool, Josh. We've been cool. Bunch of Fonzies. We're just a bunch of Fonzies yeah. in here being cool and not just totally losing it. Mm, that Kim Dickens is coming back, Madison Clark. Yes, yes. I'm so proud of us. 
Kim you Dickens. Know? We lasted six and a half minutes. <laughs> we did. Kim I knew Josh would be the weak link. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Well, like we we're saying, if it was really the Hunger Games, he'd Kim, be like crushed by yes. the cornucopia yes. in the first yes. ten seconds. Now the flare gun goes off. Uh, shout out to that Hunger Games simulation from the past week on Twitter. That was savage. Uh, yeah, Kim Dickens is coming back, and we won't talk about that too much yet. We'll talk about it later. But it's it's big news. It's officially announced by AMC that Fear the Walking Dead's coming back for season eight, and Kim Dickens is a series regular. And we'll see her apparently in season seven, is what we've been told. Uh, wild. Wild yeah. stuff. It was a wild night for the franchise, guys. It was... A, there was a, There is a lot here. Which, a which lot. one should we start with? Which, which, uh, which half? I think we gotta start... We gotta start with fear, I think. Because oh. fear is the one that I feel like... I feel like there's enough going on, like, we're gonna have more to talk about with fear in mm-hmm. the future. And we want to, unless you think it's neater to put to, to put World Beyond to bed completely before we go into fear. Oh, and then we can do just, we like, want to run give wild the, with fear? The young, the young. Do you want to uh, tuck the babies in? The little younglings, the endlings. Yeah, we want to put them to sleep. Think about the future. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, let's start yeah, there. Let's, yeah. Okay, we'll tuck a man and put him to sleep. Let's say let's say goodnight and then we'll we'll hang out downstairs and talk about the rest <laughs> of the stuff. Yeah. Grown up time. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I, I wonder though, are we telling them goodnight or are we just like I just like know. a see you later? You know, so because I think I think that even, you know, you kinda have to talk about franchise to talk about all mm-hmm. of the stuff that happened across the two shows on Sunday night, because I think that um, AMC and there there was some call with I think the president of AMC that was reported in a couple of the trades of how much they're really doubling down on The Walking Dead. There's there's you know still holding down to the line of there's so much life left in The Walking Dead uh, that you know uh, the world beyond has wrapped up, but they've got tales and it's going to come this summer. The anthology show uh, they're renewing season eight of. Uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. So they're trying to assure people that there is a huge future for the Walking Dead and stick around and be excited about it. And I think that that if they get what they want and there's a lot more Walking Dead content in the future, Chappelle, they definitely ended World Beyond in a way where any one of those characters could come back if they want to do it. What I don't know is were they happy enough with the results of the thing that they want to bring any of those people back or are they good to just like let this end where it ended? Because it could be that if they wanted to do that. Yeah, I mean, but the science portion of The Walking Dead has all has, is in the world beyond, right? And so if we leave the world beyond forever, we don't get the search for the cure aspect of the show. Like, on Fear of the Walking Dead, they're doing other stuff. It's, it's, it's a Morgan, you know, Strand versus Alicia, all that stuff. They're not trying to find a cure. They're just trying to make it... Honestly, I don't even know what they're trying to do on Fear at this point. They're just fighting for no reason. But yeah. Everyone's um, mad at each other. Yeah, everybody's just mad. But there's no, like, <laughs> outcome that's foreseeable for any of them. Like, I want to take the tower from you. It's like, oh, okay. You know, but World Beyond is where we get the action of how are we actually going to in this show, you know? And so by leaving World Beyond where it is, but leaving all the characters who could potentially be the solution to the story, you know, to the to the Walking Dead proper story, I think you could bring them back in a lot of aspects to make sure that the science and, you know, the stuff that with the CRM, that stuff le- lives on, you know? Um, because that's all we have. Like, hope you are the future. We've heard that like several times throughout the series. And now to be like, okay, but you are the future, but the series is over. So you're not really the future. You're like the future in like 
theoretical future, but not actually, you know, the <laughs> real future. So I, I do feel like they left the pieces there for a reason. And so are we going to see, you know, everybody? Probably not. But, you know, if Tales of the Walking Dead's going to give us that Silas is the CRM super soldier episode. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, Silas is super soldier, or we just end up in a situation where there's just a random soldier comes in and pulls Alicia from a burning building and it's Silas, you know? Right, exactly. Exactly. So I think that's where it is. Now, there are people who I don't really see a future for, like, sadly, my boy Elton. I just don't, I mean, what's the, what's the reason? But yeah, but like other people, you know, Silas, Iris, even they kind of set her up to be, you know, the new boss lady in town. So, you know, I think because of that, Julia Armand's still alive. So it's Yeah, Jadis. she's in jail. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. And Jadis is yes, still alive, yep. Exactly. So we still have reasons to cross over if we need to. So I don't think this is good night forever. I think this is just like a little nap. Yeah, for most of these characters. They're not going to mm-hmm. spend all of this effort bringing Jadis back into the fold at the expense of Julia Ormond and like shoehorning Jadis back into our lives yeah. in order for us to completely close the book on Jadis. Like Jadis is going to show up in, she's going to be like the Boston Rob of the Walking oh. Dead franchise showing up on every single program. Oh. Yeah. I think there's going to be Walking Dead the challenge. She's going to be the captain. Of one of the <laughs> as much as I did not like, and, and how really, how could you, J- Jadis's character, and then the, the, this was, I mean, this was not Jadis, this was a different character that they decided to put Jadis's clothing on and call it Jadis, but I mean, I gotta say, everything that this character was saying was absolute nonsense, and I was there for every minute of it, because <laughs> and McIntosh was just sold it so hard, mm-hmm. I was in love with her by the end of the episode, like, this is what a bad guy's supposed to do, is to tell the truth, to know everything that they reasonably should know. Like, you finally wrote a villain. Right. Thank you, Walking Dead. Oh, God, it's mm-hmm. Jadis. Yeah. Yeah. She won me over last episode. I told you that you can't have the, the truth moment. That was like, I was like, okay, Jadis, I see it. I see the vision. And so this was just the culmination of that from my point of view, especially when she goes to arrest Julia Armand. She's just like, you know, look, really, this isn't your fault. But it kind of is, and I'm a bad guy, so you're going to jail. I was like, yeah. that makes sense. You know, like, why not? Well, yeah, why, I mean, it, why got not? To the point, it got to the point where she's talking to Silas there, and she's like, and really, no, trust me, I look, I know, he put you up to it. You yeah. okay for you to say it. Like, is it okay? Is, right. is it okay? You're like, AJ. There's actually, there's actually tension in that scene with it really shouldn't mm-hmm. have been. Hey, AJ, you don't, you don't think Jadis was buying Silas's acting throughout that scene? <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me that Silas was you know, giving a weak acting performance in that scene. No, I believe in the CRM. This, this kid... <laughs> I do, I do. I totally he was believe on, it. He was on Nine Perfect Strangers and he was playing a dead character and I didn't even believe he was dead. Oh God, that was him, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my God, I forgot that was him. Oh yeah. my gosh. That, I didn't yeah. believe he was dead. Undercover was Silas. Dead. We've got it undercover works. Silas now. Uh, like, do I'm, we? Yeah, we have... I don't Overcover. Think that he's, I don't think that he's... Uh, he's no, one, no one's looking at Silas. He's going to no push in deeper. No one believes the word he says. No, he's going <laughs> to push in deeper. Everybody sees something special in Silas. Everyone, Dennis is like, ah, oh, Silas, you're a good guy. I'm going to take you under my wing. Now Jason's like, ah, oh, Silas, you're a good guy. I'm going to take you under my 
wing. He's like, I totally believe in your cause. Uh, and they're like, no, you don't. But you're great, and I believe in the cause of you. Uh, so everyone is everyone is going to do this with Silas, and it's a very happy ending for him. He doesn't have to go anywhere; he just gets to stay put. Gonna uh, fail up. I think like, it, it's like Forrest Gump with the, putting together the gun. You know, like, I think give him something to do, and he's fine. Yeah. Some degree of like inevitably, where I think the Walking Dead franchise probably has to go is they have to do some sort of big time jump that's going to age up a bunch of the young characters, Judith, Herschel, stuff like that that's the post walking dead show they're gonna make that they should they have a chance to do that in a really cool way start fresh with great casting about characters that we care about in sort of a modern context and i think that you can see a lot of the world beyonders fitting into that lens of them being played by older actors too could be really fun um i think that that's probably what we're gonna get and i love the idea of secret agent silas i think is uh, a hilarious like the winter silas uh would just be like an, in- <laughs> an incredible version of that character um so i'm happy that they're alive I, you know what the world beyond ended exactly probably how it had to end it was you know i, I think a totally set chapelle you must be thrilled huck's dead yeah. huck's dead dennis is dead i'm okay i'm okay with dennis that. is like silas kill me he's like are you sure <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to. It's like, yeah, I do it. Like, like, but I don't. But I don't want to. Just do it. Like, okay. Are you positive <laughs> you want me to? Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a perfect metaphor as far as I was concerned. That the whole big action sequence at the end of this episode really came down to watching a clock tick, 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 <laughs> and just waiting for something to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Huck, well, I, in I, the end, blew it mm-hmm. so badly that yeah. she was like. I'm going to tell you what that watch was and what it meant to me and my mom and my family. <laughs> and I want you to let her know. And also it's the watch that I'm going to blow you up with. And Jay's just looks down at her and she looks back up and she's like, any second now. Right. How much time do I have? Gonna, Shit, I said go. it too early. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, so Jace just luck. sort of tiptoes out of the room and hugs like, Shit. <laughs> Shit. And then like, she blows up. Her whole plan is for nothing. Uh, so it. a pretty huckish way to go, uh, Chappelle. You must be happy with the outcome. Yeah, I just it's so funny because it's kind of like, yeah, you fell for my trap. 80 second now. We, we're blown to smithereens. This is like... I'll yeah, just go. I'm just gonna, I'm just I'll gonna go. go. So, like, how much time do we have? And her kind of glances down at her watch that's not on her wrist. Like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. well, you have fun. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, R.I.P. Hook. Oh, yes, that's yeah. all I got. R.I.P. Hook. You know, yep. I, it was for me. It was it was the the whole uh, shoot shootout between uh, the, the the father and, and Felix and just like. They really play all rights. They should all be dead because no one took a shot. No one <laughs> took a freaking shot. And that stormtroopers. The stormtroopers will take shots and miss. These guys didn't even yeah. take shots. They're like, and I've got the gun at you, and ha ha ha! Look at you, trapped by all those walkers. I'm just staring at you, laughing because you're trapped by all those walkers. As I have this gun <laughs> on you. Oh, bang, bang, bang! Shoot! I'm out of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's uh, Was it? It was a. Uh, Felix versus Evil Felix, right? That was the yeah. fight. Yeah. 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 Versus, yeah. versus uh, yeah. not quite uh, Doug Savant, but yeah. Doug Savant. Yeah, <laughs> right. he exactly. Was, he was the guy. Uh, 
I, I really, I, I, I feel like we have seen this dude before and we are supposed to have feel like there's some kind of investment there, but I feel like every time I see that guy, it's the very first time uh, I he see was, him. He was slow building in the background, but not really doing yeah. anything of extreme yeah. uh, consequence. Just an easy Felix has to have a fight with somebody and yeah, uh, we've exactly. kind of given uh, Huck's story to, to Jadis, so Huck and Felix can't fight anymore. I have a lot of feelings about this fight scene. Like, this is like the one thing I took notes on because uh, the Felix fight? The yeah, the Felix fight. fight. Yeah, the Darth Maul fight. Yeah. Because oh, okay. the, the fact that they're having this fight and he pulls out this like redonkulous Darth Maul weapon, like he's just got that in the back of the truck for no yeah. reason. <laughs> and then they're having this fight. And then every so often they just have these gratuitous pauses to murder all the walkers around them. And then they get back into the fight. It, it was. It, it made absolutely no sense in the best possible <laughs> way. And also the dude like trying to justify himself and be like, I'm the good guy and you're the bad guy because you're worse than the dead. And Felix is like, yeah, my dude, I'm not the one that committed genocide here. So no, in fact, you <laughs> don't have the moral high ground. It was like, this was just the bonkers cartoon part of the show. Like, where Jadis kind of sold it and you understood where she was coming from and why she would do the things she did. This guy's just like, I'm here because I'm bad and I do bad things and I think I'm good and I think you're bad, but really I'm bad and you're good. And it was. I, I liked it. <laughs> I liked, I liked it, it too. It was yeah. my favorite scene. <laughs> once, once I realized that, the, that this show didn't really care <laughs> about about you know the big overarching plot and like what what is they doing what are they do? oh they just killed everybody in this no they just wanted to resolve it. the the kids yeah once, once, I, once i realized that i just sat back and i just i just put on my sunglasses and watched roddy piper fight with, with yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah this was just a day lift fight for the for the hell of it and I, oh, cool mm-hmm. let's do it yeah. all out of bubble gum yeah there you go uh, did Felix just what was his tactic he's like I'll sick the zombies after you or was it like I want a challenge I'll make this fight harder for me than is necessary I need, uh, to, I need to tire him out a little bit yeah. and then his I'll go in. And, I, and I'm prepared for it I know yeah. it's coming so I'll be good and he'll be shocked and scared okay. uh, it works good Felix great yeah. job I need to stall for thirty seconds while I uh, complete complete the oh. construction of this new yeah. weapon that I, yeah, I assemble my lightsaber. It's fifteen pieces. Hang on one second. I feel like uh, Felix is a really likely character to turn up elsewhere. Uh, mm. He's somebody who I could really see showing up on like the Daryl and Carol show. I could see Felix being a character on. But that. that's not on the other hand, yeah. on the other hand, this is <laughs> yeah, it is a thing, Chappelle, a and thing. it is called the Daryl and Carol. It's show. not a thing. <laughs> on the other hand i feel like felix got the neatest happy ending like i don't need anything else that felix is gonna do because he got all the things he wanted he's got the husband he's got the dog he's got a cabin he's totally fine and he doesn't it doesn't feel it feels like his story is complete where i don't know that like I'd say he's got the most complete story of everybody we saw. Yeah. Like, uh, he doesn't I, I, have another probably. quest. 
Yeah, I, I liked I like you know I like the voiceover. Like you know, hey, you know some you know sometimes we don't get to see the end of the story, and you know this we might not tell it, but it'll be our the next generation, the next generation that tells the story, which is a nice way of them saying hey, don't expect to see all these characters again. But to your point, Josh, I, I think just like when Ryan Murphy said he was going to do American Horror Stories, which was not going to be anything to do with American Horror Story, he still had two episodes that were all about the main property, so you could easily have. We don't want to pay for another season of this, but we'll give you two episodes to show you going to Portland and coming back or something like that. I could easily do that and continue this story. Or that storyline just being picked up somewhere else yeah. and having now a different vantage point into it from a different show's perspective, I think, makes a lot of sense. I really want to get to the French zombie, but I know that there's still more stuff to talk about in the world beyond proper, including just the fact that Jadis kind of just tells us what happened to Rick Grimes a little bit. Okay, this might be the thing that I'm maddest about. Like, possibly since, possibly since. I know you're game. waiting for those Rick Grimes movies, and they're taking a little while. <laughs> and I know they're going to take a little longer. Actually, so why don't we have Jadis tell you why it's taking so long? They're just Rick Grimes TikToks at this point. <laughs> yeah, can you explain that- to me the Pythagorean theorem behind the Rick Grimes story, Jess? Because I just don't understand it. So. This was this was just baffling to me that, in fact, it it, it is baffling, but it's not baffling because at the same time, this is like the biggest troll move that I think The Walking Dead has pulled on us in a very long time, like possibly since the introduction of Jadis in the first place. This is a pretty big <laughs> troll. Um, the fact that the most important character in The Walking Dead franchise, they write him off the show with like, an entire six weeks of fanfare. Like, this is it. This is the episode you've all been waiting for. It's the last time you'll ever see Rick Grimes. And then they promised us a movie about it, which was already a big troll. Like, witness the fact that that podcast episode was just Rob Sesternino screaming for 90 minutes. Um, (laughs) The fact that they used it as an excuse to promote these movies that were in development were going to blow up the whole universe and make it much bigger than it is. And... Then to do all that was a big troll in and of itself. And now to tell that story to us via a, a pause in the middle of a fight scene and the final episode of Walking Dead World Beyond, this is how we get to find out what happened to Rick Grimes. That is like, that is troll upon troll. Like that is just like, Scott Gimple is just delighting and messing with us at this point. I love he, it. He doesn't care about Rick Grimes. He doesn't care about zombies. He cares about making people unhappy and uneasy and uncomfortable. No, I think that he loves this. I think that I think he loves seeding it out across the shows and like giving us a little bit to chew on. But there is, but the juxtaposition of it in the context that we get it is a lot. Yeah, and is it's it's not it really. I mean, Uh, Jadis is already shoehorned into this franchise, and this is shoehorning (laughs) this into that. It is a Russian nesting doll of things that should not be on this show. I think that there is an expectation that you're going to get some kind of Rick Grimes something or other here. We already so had it, though. something. I think that you're mostly right about that. Uh, and I think that the way that they do it here is not very good. Yeah, it's like, uh, we're just going to stop for a second so I can tell you this unrelated story. Like They don't even really yeah. try to work it into the conversation that they're having in the moment. She's just like, yeah, so you know how I got back in here? Uh, there's this guy and yeah. he was he was really an A, but I told him he was a B so that they wouldn't kill him. Oh yeah, now we can fight. 
it, yeah. it was resume really, fighting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Breaks over. Time in. It, it it just didn't make any sense except that like you, the viewing audience at home, know that she has this connection to somebody outside of this program, and we're gonna remind you of that in in the middle of this fight scene because it's like her last big scene. It was it made absolutely no sense to do it then. And especially when we've been promised and, you know, at this point, I honestly do not care if I ever see the Rick Grimes movie. I don't think they're going to make it at this point, And I don't really care what happens to Rick Grimes anymore. I'm sure he's happy wherever he is. But it, that, that this is how they're going to bring that up again is just it, it's awful. It's it's the ultimate troll. What did it mean, though? Like, yeah. what did she what was Jadis saying? Like, I ha- I gave I had an A. I told him it was a B. And now Rick is where? Like, what was, what, 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 what does this all mean? Cause I just, okay. it's like she randomly just started right, out I'm like, gonna, Rick Rhymes was with this. me. If, I'm yeah. gonna try this. I'm gonna if try he had, If he'd been an A, he would have gone to the lab, right? Yeah, he would have, they would have turned him into, yeah. Stuff. yeah. They so would have turned B, him into a where? walker. Yeah. He's like doing a Silas job. He's like shoveling zombie guts or something somewhere. I think it was <laughs> like she has to, she has to bring in a test subject to get back into the CRM. And so she brings in Rick Grimes and she's like, I think he's an A. And then in the helicopter, she decides, oh, no, actually, I think he's just a B. They're like, oh, okay, well, we can't turn him into a zombie then for reasons. So we're going to just like give him a job and put him to work. Or I think even the B could be like, uh, he's not like, you know, he's he's someone you're going to want to work with. You're going to want to use him for stuff. Uh, so I think like either way, they she bought him out of being killed in a lab. Yeah, like, uh, maybe maybe B is people who will buy into the philosophy because they're right. always looking for these mm-hmm. people to buy in. So yeah. he, he's a, he's an A. He is never going to buy into yeah, this. So feel free to yeah. get rid of him. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, basically, um, true yeah. believers, or it's like um, it's like people that can't be hypnotized. Yeah, like, you ever see a guy like doing a hypnotism show and he's. Um, and he's got the people up on stage and he like sends people out off the stage after about five seconds. Cause he's like, yeah, these people are not going to go along with whatever I do. So mm. it's, it's exactly that it's, Oh, well, if you're going to drink the Kool-Aid, you can join the CRM, but if you're not, then you can be a zombie. Yeah. Look, it's still weird to me. Where... that. Go ahead. Chappelle. <laughs> no, there's a world where Rick Grimes is out here doing manual labor, you know, like, isn't mm-hmm. it? Oh yeah. Like, the, the Rick Grimes, like the president yeah, yeah. of our world. And they're like, yeah, uh, he's a B. Yeah, put him in the culling. You know, like, wh- wh- <laughs> where is Rick Grimes like it's out like, there shoveling? You know, it's it's as if you were a famous serial killer and then you got a job as a lumberjack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then like that you got a people happen. for no apparent reason. Josh. Josh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's oh, definitely yeah, not anything that I'm responsible for. <laughs> okay, Josh. I'm not accepting any responsibility for anything that you might be alluding to that's in the post show recaps feed every week. New episodes on Tuesdays, Dexter New Blood Podcast. Mm. Featuring me. Yeah. A- AJ Mass was on this week. We had a yeah. great time. But can I talk about something that really bothers me about the CRM? Like one Please. of the things that does not yeah, make oh, any But sense. only the one. Only the one. Be the one thing. Is it because it sounds like they're saying serum all the time and it really annoys yes. me? I'm um, sure that could be one thing. <laughs> Another thing, they're so 
they're so hell bent on this idea that, you know, we need test subjects. We need human bodies to turn into zombies so we can do the science and save the world and save humanity. And they are complaining about constantly not having people to turn into zombies. And yet they killed a hundred thousand people and didn't go harvest them. Um, they constantly know where everybody's settlement is. They don't go get those people. Like <laughs> you have people everywhere. Why are you always complaining about not having people? Is this it's, mili- it's military intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> it's the classic thing. Yeah. They're just terrible at what they do. Uh, they're very bad at it. it. I think that they, you know, this is sort of the central thing in uh, the Walking Dead universe right now. And they do seem to some extent to be very ineffectual and inefficient. And I think it's something you can do some rehab work creatively in a future show or project or, or whatever. Uh, but I do think that the depiction of the CRM in World Beyond specifically is something I would want to move away from. They definitely seem fairly incompetent. Uh, it's hard to understand why they do the things they do. We're going to need a better explanation someday. Maybe in those Rick Grimes movies, which I don't think are as dead as The Winds of Winter, <laughs> for happening. instance. Uh, I think we'll get Andrew Lincoln back in some way, shape, or form, whether or not they throw in the towel on the movies. Can I just uh, say I'm happy just not that not going to let that go. I, I, I just want to say I'm happy that it wasn't here. Yeah, that we got yeah. it because I was halfway thinking, oh, they're just going to bring back Rick Grimes for the end of World Beyond. Can we talk about what we did get? Can we do that now? All of the main kids survived. That went, that's of what course. happened to them. A bunch of them went to Portland, Oregon. They're going to try and stop the bombing, the gassing, and all that stuff. Uh, they're doing that. Silas is undercover. The Winter Silas. That's the end of the Walking Dead World Beyond, effectively. Elton got bit on the arm, and they had to cut off his arm because he wasn't wearing his corduroy jacket. It was a but mistake. He's, but he's fine now, and he's, and he's fine. Fault. He's fine. Percy's dead. He's really dead. He didn't. They didn't fake it. No, he wasn't. They didn't but he shoot stole Elton's jacket, and he didn't give it back. He yep, went off and so died, and didn't give back the jacket. Yep. So that's uh, the jacket goes the way of Big Mo. That's what happens. That's the show. Julia Ormond's under arrest. That's the show. Huck is dead. That's it. That's the show. The end. Well, not, but then well, there's a French zombie. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fastest zombie alive is French. What's the French zombie? It's a variant. See, so we, we go we to all, we are CDC. All very- we go to CDC France, and when we go there, when we buy, when we see CDC France for the first time, stop saying that. We, we go there, Le CDC, and we go to Le CDC, and we hear from uh, we see Noah Emmerich back on the show. Uh, we see Doctor Jenner back in the house, uh, and he's like, "Hey, uh, so we're just you know." Picking up where we left off, I sent you a lot of videos. This is a good Easter egg for people. Uh, by the way, I would love to know more about your French variants on the zombies. Tell me more about that. And this lady is coming and she's watching the thing. And then this guy sneaks up and says, this is all your fault. She says, yeah. And he shoots her and then leaves. And within five seconds, she's a zombie and she's real fast. And she runs to the door and she's like pounding on it. And this seems to be a different kind of zombie. AJ, are we getting French Walking Dead? Uh, we certainly have the option open for that, and I also think they're opening up the door for the variants of zombies, which is the one thing that has become very uh, stale uh, in the show, is the, you know, the the shambling dead is not a threat anymore. So how do you, as, as a creative force for the show, 
make these zombies a little more, you know, scary, it's, well, you know what? The, you try to cure it and it goes, it goes a little haywire. And now you got zombies running after you. And maybe you have zombies who can, you know, pick up things and throw things at you or, or stuff like that. Um, but it's, you know, it's not a naturally occurring thing, but it's, it's again, it's humans interfering and trying to come up with the cure for the thing and screwing it up royally. Yeah. I, I also will say that an Easter egg within an Easter egg for me is, is the fact that she mentioned that they were at a conference in Toledo, Ohio. And I have, I have a good friend, uh, John Presslight, who is, who is on my trivia team. And he actually is a virologist and headquartered in Toledo, Ohio. So oh, that, that, is an actual, that is an actual research facility, yeah. facility that they're referring to. Well, good CDC job. is actually in Atlanta, too. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. a very good job show to call out Toledo. Yeah. Here's another Easter egg, which I know AJ probably caught. Um, Le Monsonne What does that mean? Uh, written on the, the graffiti on the thing. Uh, Le Monde. Uh, Le ici. My uh, French is terrible. The dead were born the, the, here. The dead were, yeah. Yeah. Dead were born oh. Here. BC is here. The Moor is yeah. dead. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So this is the French people fault for real. Like the day. Yeah, it's the French really people's like, fault for real. Well, wow. I think, I think well, that's it, what the guy said. He said yeah. you guys made this happen. I don't know if it's talking dead or other interviews, but I think that Gimple has talked about how that's certainly what they believe in France. Whether or not that's actually what happened is another mm. question. So they and just you know, think they're the fair. centers of the universe. Right. Uh, yeah. In that's France, really people seem to be very <laughs> mad at the people at the at Le CDC uh, and think it's their fault that all of this happened. Now, John, you keep calling it Le CDC, but as you know, when you do these acronyms, you do them backwards when you're in France. So it's Le CDC. Come on. Oh, I thought it was going to be <laughs> CDC Lay. <laughs> that would just <laughs> be CLA. CDC, yeah. Um, so, variants so you, of zombies, huh? Okay. Yeah, when uh, you have the variants, though, like, are we bringing in variants from other shows? Like, AJ, you were a zombie expert. You have the fast zombies. Is that like a Z Nation uh, thing? And like just the zombies very, in- very quickly, gotta say, don't love that we're talking about variants. Uh, yeah, this yeah. Is a little oh, you mean the Omicron? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's well, the no, one. No, we're, we're talking more Loki type variants yeah. here. That's all. Yeah, yeah, stuff. those variants. But, uh, but yeah, do, is this like the we get the fast zombies? But like, what are the what's well, the twenty eight days later zombies look like, or the I Am Legend zombies look like? Like, how many other variants are we gonna have? Can I, here? Can I throw in a Can I throw in a plug for the Pride and Prejudice and zombies? Zombies because mm. those were fun <laughs> too. Sure, sure. And and Black Summer, which you guys still haven't watched, which you Upvote should upvote the Resident Evil zombies, uh, the like mutators. Are, yeah. yeah, don't like those. Yeah. Much, but, yeah, but, I mean, uh, you know, I, the the thing you get with the fast zombies, though, is again you make you make them a threat. Now, Z Nation went way beyond fast zombies. They had plant zombies. They actually had the animals turning into zombies that could attack you. So you had bear zombies and you know uh, things like that. Uh, I, I think it, it, they used it as set pieces and, and, and for goofy stuff because they knew they were they were a comedy show. That's what Z yeah. Nation was. So that that's fine. The the Black Summer is a prequel, and they treat it more like the Twenty Eight Days Later kind of zombies, where they just are perpetual motion machines and they don't stop chasing you. So they just run after you, run after you, run after you, run after you. You, you slam a door, they pull bust the door down and keep chasing after you. So it's 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 exciting and adrenaline. I think you need a happy medium here on on walking dead 
because again, it's, if you just got zombies who are just walking in a circle, bumping into each other, that could be confused by you dipping your uh, raincoat in their guts. Like, okay, well then nothing's ever going to change on the show. You need, you need for them to evolve in some way. And I, I liked this as just the concept of like, Hey, maybe this can explain away some of the things we're going to criticize and fear in a minute. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Hey, well, you know, Davey yeah. uh, Rickenbacker, a listener of the podcast, he, he up, said Davey? like, yeah, he said like the I am legend uh, zombies are really smart. The resident evil zombies were like mutators. The world war Z zombies were fast, but if you're sick, they don't really fool with you. And then like the king, the kingdom zombies hibernate. And then the 28 weeks later, zombies transform fast and move fast. So I was like, I can't do all the variants. I can't do them all. I, I, I would argue that the one. I am legend zombies are actually vampires, but yes, the point is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Sure, <laughs> oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But yeah, I was thinking when I when I saw that when I saw what Davy uh, typed, I was like, uh, I can't do all of those. Like, I can do the it's fast zombies, but I can't I, do the other mutations. Yeah, I think that there's something to you know if if we're connecting it to World Beyond a little bit, if we want to say that World Beyond did some work to set this up, you know, this season dealt a lot with the scientists gauging um, the length of time it took for people to die and then come back as walkers there might be something to the fact that this person got shot and within 30 seconds was back up and on their feet and maybe just maybe more in possession of their faculties as can we also point out she got shot in the head did she killed instantly yeah Yeah. she was killed instantly there was no like there was no opportunity to chop off your arm or something like that you know what i'm saying like it happened so fast that it went straight to her brain and i thought you know Shooting somebody in the brain. Headshot tends to, to finish that off. Yes, we're not supposed to do the zombie thing if your head, you know, if you have that 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 brain matter is is ruined. So I, I'm shocked that she got up so quickly, but she did, and yeah, was faster than any zombie I've seen to this point. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see where, where they take that. Assuming that they a, take it anywhere. Is that a setup <laughs> for fear, or do you think that that's a setup for a different show? I think it's a setup for like one of the anthology episodes and then they're going to see how it plays out. But if I thought if we had like four or five more seasons of regular Walking Dead in our, you know, up ahead waiting for us, I would I would expect that we were going to have these mutated zombies. But the funny thing about Walking Dead Prime is that they had some very like hard and fast zombie rules that. World Beyond kind of just broke all of them before they even broke this one, which, you know, it was, you know, we don't care how they happened. We're going to say there is no cure. We're just going to live in this world with this problem. And there's nothing we can do about it except survive. And it's really funny to me that they're now the show has gone back on all of that. And it's like, oh, well, now we don't have rules for the zombies anymore. They're going to do different things. And also, we do care where they came from. We might tell you eventually, and we might even fix it. And I like that. I like that they're asking those questions. Um, I didn't, I don't know if I really got to fully gloat about the fact that they are dealing with the fact that they're perpetual motion machines and that they're, mm-hmm. they never tire out. They're going to do something with that potentially. They're going to, and they're also talking about the fact that, you know, if we just kill all the zombies that exist now, then we've got the problem contained. Then we only have to deal with the ones that come up later after they die. And that's like a few at a time. Yeah. I like that that's the problem they're working on like immediately. They don't have to cure it or turn people back or, you know, find a way to never have it happen again. It's like, let's just contain the problem we've been given. 
I, no. I, yeah, I think given all of that, though, I really do want to dip into the future pretty hard. Uh, you know, they, they've talked about a lot of stuff that would happen generations down the line. Well, don't hold back. Let's go generations down the line. Let's skip ahead and let's have a Walking Dead show that's 60 years in the future. Let's see what that looks like. What kind of variants are we dealing with then? Just as your problem solved and do new problems arise with the zombies when you die and you come back just getting too hard? Are they getting smart? You know, I think that that could be that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that in by the point that we're at in the world beyond when this zombie shows up, that that scene at the end um, presumably takes place around the same time as World Beyond. And this person is coming back to the CDC uh, <laughs> sometime after that message was recorded. It's about a decade into the future. I think from the point that the show began, I think 10 years passed on mainline Walking Dead and World Beyond supposed to be set around the same time pretty sure that that's right uh so Mm -hmm. 10 years into the zombie apocalypse seeing the zombies mutate in a different way i think that that tracks but that makes me want to see so what how do they mutate you know five decades Mm -hmm. from now i want to see that and then then you you avoid the problem because we're set in a post-apocalyptic kind of society you don't have to worry about new technologies exactly right it's it's perfect recipe for that yeah i'm reminded of the very first episode this is like the much vaunted zombies that we saw in the first episode of walking dead they you know morgan's wife turning the doorknob on the door (laughs) and um the zombie picking up a brick and trying to break the door down and then they immediately backtrack on that and they're like yeah they're almost too stupid to even climb stairs so don't even worry about it although we've been seeing hints of it throughout fear this season especially Mm -hmm. Where there do seem to be moments, uh, not not even this episode, we'll, we'll get to that, but like we've seen moments where zombies tend to direct themselves and get a little faster at certain points and are able to like pursue certain people a little more than they used to. Um, mm-hmm. so there, maybe there's something going on there where it's just, there is yeah. some sort of... Uh, you know, just generational thing, you know, just uh, year over year over year over year. And someone new gets, uh, you know, turned and suddenly the whole herd starts to behave differently. And I, I think perhaps there is something like that going on. Yeah. And that would make sense then, AJ, as for why someone could get bit and infected and still survive for several weeks at a time like uh, Alicia Clark. Here's here's the thing with the Alicia if Clark. If you believe this. If we're going to go there, I you know, I think she was completely wrong, as it was proved out at the end of the episode, that no, this, the senator did not retain any of his memories. He was just attracted to the light. She was hoping that he would take her to Padre. But it, it turns out, no, he was just walking towards the light, and that's where he ended up. So she was wrong about that. Why can't she be wrong about this, you know, belief in her head that she's, no, it was too late, it was too late. Maybe it wasn't too late, and you just didn't turn. Maybe you just have a really bad infection because, you know, you left uh, too soon and you're oozing pus and going on a road trip. <laughs> and you didn't <laughs> sterilize your the equipment before you amputated your arm. Cure. No cauterizing, but, cure. but damn, damn, your Secret hair looks great. Use. Your hair looks fantastic, Alicia. Spot yeah. on. And she didn't even go up to the tower and get one of uh, Strand's barbers to, to take no. care of her. She's doing great. Uh, the, the Alexa doing you proud, AJ. Think, you know, uh, she, she, she knows how to run a tower. Commander Alexa is yep. back. So I think we're in we're in fear of the walking dead now. Right. I mean, I think that we can like talk about that in the same breath as the zombie variants, because I think that they are doing similar stuff. Yeah, they're they're definitely both of these. 
both of these episodes and both of these series in general really pushed the envelope as far as like what our zombie Bible is. Yeah. In yeah. very different ways. The last three, se- what, three seconds of the, the world beyond made me care more about the zombies than either episode of any of the, of either of these seasons, this, you know, series this season, right? Like the zombies have not been a big deal. Like even when they were throwing the, bo- the zombies as bombs, it was like, oh, that's interesting. But like the zombies were not a big deal, but that post credit scene or whatever, that actually makes me care about what the future looks like for the actual villain of the show. Cause it's always like, Oh, the people are the real bad guys. No, the zombies are the real bad guys. Stop it. And so the like disease, yeah, the disease. This is the real issue. We know so this. I, I'm happy that it brought us back there. Um, because, you know, to Jess's point, uh, fear did make us think about what the future of the zombie is because of like, you know, Alicia and her state of, is she going to last longer with this infection? Is, is she going to turn later on? Is she even turning? Maybe she's just confused, but it was never about the zombies. You know, it's about her wound more than it is about the actual zombies. And so I'm happy that the world beyond ends in a way where I can say, well, that's something that they use to push the story forward. Um, because up until now, it hadn't really done that. And so I'm happy closing the book and then talking about um, Fear the Walking Dead because it's going to outlast The Walking Dead proper by a lot, it seems. Yeah. Like, this was the mid-season finale. We already are greenlit for season eight. Uh, and we have a new variant of zombies. So, I mean, Fear the Walking Dead could go on for another five or six seasons and there's just no foreseeable end for it right now. So if this is what we have to do, I'm, I'm good with it. And you're talking about variants and mutations. I mean, we just had a bomb go off, a warhead and everything. Who knows if that could be a trigger for rapid mutation Mm -hmm. amongst the zombie population. It it makes perfect sense that if they, you know, there's... The timeline's getting really interesting. The history of this is starting to get full. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine they, the one zombie that they get a hold of that they test is a survivor of the nuclear warhead and they just happen to come across it. And that's the one. And like with the perfect amount of radiation, it made that zombie the, nice. It, you know, <laughs> we've heard zombie like kind of like stirs back like, Hey, <laughs> exactly. And like, you know, hello. And he's like, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm Steve. I'm, is this warm bodies now? Yeah, yeah. Are we in warm bodies? Yeah. <laughs> right. At the, at the very least, you know, there could be some adverse or you know beneficial, re- you know, effects of that nuclear warhead going off that could affect the science. Um, because to this point, they haven't had radiated science, uh, you know, so- zombies or whatever, yeah. and <laughs> subjects. You know, they've been just killing random people but like a warhead is a very different set of like that's a very different monster and so yeah maybe this timeline does matter and it is part of the reason why they're able to have the variants or maybe even the reason why they might find a, a cure in the future yeah um i think that we could get into the place where the clarks are immune to becoming uh, zombies. Oh God, no! I, I think it's it. possible that that happens. Ooze from the stump. Uh, <laughs> Ooze like, from the stump. Yeah, ooze from the stump. Uh, to bring, uh, to bring Madison Clark into this because guess what? She's alive. Madison Back. Clark, Kim Dickens. Uh, AMC announced the return of Madison Clark. Uh, Kim Dickens for season eight. This is an official announcement. I don't necessarily know why they didn't just wait to surprise us with that on the show. I think part of it is because they're like, we can't get Rick, the Rick Grimes movies going. We gotta give them something. <laughs> it's not a we thing. gotta tell them something. 
Uh, so tell them, tell them that we're gonna get Kim Dickens back. Can we get Kim Dickens back? We'll give her so much money. We'll give her a lot of money and make this really worth her while to come back. I would love to. I, I was saying to you, Jess. I hope that Kim Dickens was like, "How much?" And they're like, "Uh, what do you what do you need?" She's like, "A lot." Uh, and then they all just gave her all yeah all of your money. And they gave her so much money. Uh, and so she's coming back to the show, but she was surrounded by zombies the last time we saw her. And I know that I've been out here being like, "She's alive." I'm a Madison truther, and so Madison is alive. Uh, so we're going to get her for sure. How did she get out of that without getting bit by a zombie once? Well, the thing is, I don't even think that I question Madison being immune to zombie bites. I question Madison being immune to giant fireballs because she was fully inside an enclosed structure that exploded. And I kind of feel like... I could excuse someone hiding under a dumpster while zombies chewed on something else. Can I we? Could ex- <laughs> I can. I'll, I'll give them that. It, it's fine. It's fine. I'll whatever Mulligan. But you know, we saw we saw lots and lots of fire and explodey things, and she was in the middle of it, like the source of it. It was like the only thing was we didn't see the body, so we just sort of. You know, we assumed that she might be back eventually if Kim Dickens got bored. Yeah. I I would love it if they just, like, gave her her own private island and, like, F.U. money. And yeah, Madre is that for Madre. <laughs> I love that for her. But I also would love it if, if, if the true draw of returning to Fear the Walking Dead was craft-related. Like, I want Kim Dickens to have looked at what Coleman Domingo is doing, like the new ground he is breaking with chewing on scenery and just going full cartoon. And I want her to have looked at that and said, I could be doing that this whole time. Like he's just having so much fun. I could be there. I'd be hanging out with Coleman Domingo every day and we could just go to work and like, just like throw up all over the canvas that is fear the walking dead every single day of our lives and just act like you know, break every rule of acting there is, and it looks so fun. I'm and in. I want to do so it. much money. Yes, and make so much money. money. Yeah, I make mean, a, a I, lot I could, of money. I could see them like even having her film the escape from the stadium to kind of introduce her into this whole thing. Because you know, the whole the whole thing with with the show is that they never show us what happened. It's like, oh yeah, blow, damn blows up. Who cares? We'll just fast forward three years. You know, like uh, that doesn't matter at all. But why don't we just see her like do something like completely insane? Like she actually climbs into a zombie like a tauntaun and walks with a zombie <laughs> body around that's, her own. That's actually one of my that's actually one of the items. This leads very nicely into the the game that I have prepared for us oh for, my this, goodness. for this evening. And um that game is um I don't really have a name for it. We can we can workshop it. I have a bunch of scenarios here. Some of which I have um solicited from the listeners and some of which I have you know I've gone around the internet and collected and some of them i've come out of my own brain i'm going to run some scenarios by you and you tell me if this would be a satisfying return for madison clark or um maybe we can workshop the ideas we can tweak them a little bit uh it's possible they don't really know how they're bringing her back yet so you know let's give them some something to work with here so all right we'll get started here i will give you one of i'll give you one that we've talked about at great length on this podcast we'll start out with 
Kim Dickens back, but Madison Clark is not back. They're going to Robert Patrick this bitch, and they're going to bring in Madison Clark's twin sister, Addison. Addison Clark. <laughs> like, Kim Dickens walks up, and Alicia looks up, and and she immediately says, Aunt Addison? What yeah. are you no. doing here? <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. But it w- it might get confusing for the audience, so just call me Madison. <laughs> <laughs> like Landfill and Beer Fest. Well, that was just like Landfill and Beer Fest. Addison yeah. Madison. Uh. <laughs> well, no, she'll have like a different hair color or she'll have like a face tattoo or something really, really obviously no, disambiguating her. It's going to be Coca-Cola classic Madison Clark, but she'll have face tattoos and stuff because she's <laughs> oh, been through yeah, some she's shit. And she's yeah, going yeah. to come in. She's going to break up this fight between Strand and Alicia. And she's like, no, you all work for me now. And she's like going to come in and she's going to govern her this thing. That was the original plan of the show, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, was that Madison was going to be a bad guy someday was something that they wanted to do. Now's their chance, to your point, Jess, of like she could just come in and be the uber villain of the whole show. of just be this like uh, out you know, strand strand. Yeah, that would be great. I also I love would love it. to see her just, you know, uh, you know, classic Madison beast her way through this thing. But maybe it makes the reasons why she was gone from the group for so long make less sense. Uh, mm, so I yeah. think she probably has to be some kind of uh, antagonist. I don't well, know. I'm still the, listening to see. <laughs> here's the here's a theory that um, would be interesting. What if Madison got conscripted into the CRM and like Silas style and she's been in the CRM this whole time and maybe that's why we haven't been able to see her because she can't get out of that contract. Ooh. Like she's Jadis's boss at the CRM. Oh, and did Silas uh, as did Silas at the CRM rescue Madison? She goes, aren't you a little short for a CRM trooper? <laughs> he goes, I'm Silas Plaskett. I'm here to rescue you. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. It's me, Silas. Silas. That's how <laughs> Madison gets uh, brought back into the show via Silas. And then and they have a zombie who's just a little bit more intelligent than the others. He's he's revolves with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, Madison at the CRM makes sense. You know, they need a place to advance the CRM story a little bit more. Uh, this could be that. I think. Wait, it just hit me. Are we going to see more of Jadis? Well, if if we're bringing more of CRM, yeah, that just hit me. Like I know she survived, right? But like, oh yeah, Jadis is really coming back. Like Jadis is coming yes. back, and she has to fight Madison Clark. Madison Clark has to kill Jadis, or I won't be happy. I won't rest until that happens. Oh my. I like I like that for her. It, I like that. Ha- well, I like that for both of them. Yeah. Yes. I'm saying, because right now, Jadis is our biggest bad that we have. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like, Strand is the king of that tower, but Jadis is the one who just took down the world beyond, basically. Uh, got Julia Armand arrested. Like, she's the, she's the, uh, she wasn't the mastermind behind that genocide, but she's a, a big part of it. She's the biggest bad we have on any of the shows right now. Could Strand and Madison join forces and murder Jadis together? Hand in hand. I, I, as long as, as long as Madison turns and murders Strand after. Like, Strand cannot get away with this, yeah. by the way. Like, we cannot just turn the other cheek because Madison Clark is back. He has to die. No, yeah. no, no. We're, we would be denying ourselves of the delicious opportunity for Madison to come back and turn Strand into her Howard. Uh, and she takes <laughs> over the tower, and he's like the 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 defanged consigliere 
to Madison after all of the, the stuff that they've been through as characters for her to come back and both Coleman Domingo and Alicia Debnam carry to no longer be on the show would feel like such a waste to me, though. I mm-hmm. do think uh, there's a strong possibility that Alicia Debnam cares. Like I want to piece back out to Australia. I'm done with the show and mm-hmm. she's in her final stretch of episodes right now. I think we may lose an Alicia and gain a Madison uh, as like the far direction. That that uh, might be the trade off. That yeah. that would make. Yeah. Some so sense. you're suggesting that maybe like she 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 pulls a reek on Strand? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Oh man. It's like you killed you you killed my daughter. Now you'll you'll uh, lick my boots forever, Strand. And Strand's like, no. Uh, Strand, uh, you know what? The call me the would turn that into happily, my darling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he would play it so well. The two of them yeah. would have so much fun together. Yeah, uh, I, I think that might be like. Oh, <laughs> Morgan's never Morgan. met Massa. Do I know you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you hung so out with you my let kids. Her get away with this. It's you like, hung out with my kids. You know, I yeah. think I'm just getting too old for this sort of thing. <laughs> my view of the world just is. I'm going back to Alexandria. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Get him. He's out. gonna yeah. sure. He's gonna show up on the Daryl and Carol show. It's gonna become the Daryl and Carol and Morgan show. Yeah. That's not a thing. I, I liked that. I liked that Morgan in the middle of this episode switched tactics, and they were like, "But Morgan, I thought you didn't want to murder anybody, and didn't you just try to murder Strand?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm not about that anymore. Changed my mind." <laughs> Literally, they don't even care that we know anymore. They're just they're just doing that because, like, at least they're admitting that that's what they do with Morgan because they don't know what to do with him. But anyway, okay, we got some more scenarios here. Um, how about Madison shows up, is immediately shot in the face by Charlie, but remains a walker on a leash and they carry her around. She walks around with them and they just speak to her as if she's a person like, oh, Madison, which way do you think we should go? (laughs) Okay, we'll go that way. Thank you, Madison. Uh, I'm into this, but only if she becomes smart zombie, queen zombie, uh, queen zombie Madison is what I want. Yeah, Queen Zombie Madison. She's fast. She can use tools. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but she eats people. This. But she I'm eats sorry, people. You, you said something about Charlie appearing in another episode? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stop it. Well, Just you know, it. you know, they're going to have to go back to that. Like, how are they going to get around that? Like, Madison shows up. Oh, Alicia, I'm so happy to see you. Where's Nick? What happened to Nick? Oh, well, he got murdered by this, this is, little girl. Uh, this Charlie, is she's right over there. This is another thing, by the way. So uh, we've never seen anyone get bit by a zombie and then survive the zombie bite with the infection. It always turns everybody. We've yet to see someone be immune to it. But if we're going to do that story to some degree with what seems to be happening, with Alicia and then maybe if Madison was bit and she survived somehow through all of that and the Clarks are immune Nick just got shot you know he just got shot he never got bit there's no way to test how that would have worked out Uh, I don't know I think we could be getting into that storyline on Fear of the Walking Dead of the Clarks Mm -hmm. the chosen people I don't want it is I don't want it I don't, I don't want, want that it. life. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't want your life. I don't want the I zombie variants. Okay, I don't. Like, I just don't. <laughs> it's a I, cartoon. They though. care. I don't think they care if you want them or not. Chappelle. We're in a right. comic book. We're in a comic book now. I mean, this is a comic book generation. story. We're not talking that that Elisa's arm is going to grow back. So, like, you well, know, I mean, something... eating brains and like because, getting, like, because if they did that. Brains. 
if they did that, and not only are they immune, but they like are really good healers, <laughs> and she grows her arm back. I mean, she's got the, she's got the skeleton arm. What was the skin actually just to reform over it because she's got the skeleton arm with her? I mean, that means somewhere in the ground, somewhere they could bring back <laughs> a, a shot. Nick, <laughs> they're just gonna dig him up. He, yeah, like, oh he can heal all the time, and he can yeah. crawl himself, himself oh God. out. Now, now, you see, now I'm I'm questioning if you've seen the Australian sci-fi drama glitch because that's pretty much exactly what they do in that in that show, and oh. I, I don't want that for us either because so that has the worst ending ever. Right? No, <laughs> I, I don't want the clerks to be immune. I, I want there to be stakes for everybody. And, and I will I will say I remember something from back in the very early days of Fear. Like the first episode isn't literally chronologically the very first person who sees a zombie on screen in this entire Walking Dead franchise. Is that is that or is that not Nick Clark? Yeah, when he does the slow yeah. motion run from the church with that, like, so we got here. Yeah. Did Nick accidentally somehow cause the zombie apocalypse? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Is it his fault? Absolutely. He's uh, mm-hmm. it's his fault. Hundred percent. That's why he had to die. So are the Clarks quote-unquote immune because the Clarks are the source? Yes, I'm saying. They're the oof from the stump. The oof from the stump. from the stump. They're the wellspring of zombie. Mm. And that's why everything that they touch gets destroyed. That's why? (laughs) That's why. That's why. Uh, <laughs> I think I think there's a potentially cool story to tell about people who are immune to it. Uh, whether mm-hmm. it feels like it's a little, you know, oh, so of course it's the Clarks. Um, I think that there could still be some dramatic irony there. I think with the Nick thing uh, could be interesting. I think that it's not a terrible story to tell if you're this far. It's so rare, maybe. But it makes you think of some of the characters who had been bit that then kill themselves uh before you know letting like carl like maybe Mm -hmm. if he had just waited it out he would have made it okay uh i think that there could be some you know retroactive a lot of tragedy in uh there being people out there who discover that they're immune to the bite well you know what you know what would actually be a little more interesting uh a a friend of mine wrote a book uh her name is emmy laborn she wrote a book uh, i think it's called monument 13 or something like that and in her world uh, everybody reacts differently to a virus based on blood type. So mm. is it possible that the Clarks are all like, you know, very rare, AB negative, you know, <laughs> and that's what, <laughs> makes the, that's what makes them immune. So it's not just the Clarks. I, I find it hard to believe that it's one family, but maybe if it's like, yeah, you have to have this rare blood type. So the thin slice of the population that affects that I would actually buy. And there's a scientific basis for it. And that could, you know, steer into the scientists a little more. Sure. I, I, I mean, if we're going to be mixing science up with all of this anyway, I feel like maybe that brings everybody together. Like we find out they're the source of it or the cause of all the problems or they're immune or something. Then they got to go find hope and Leo and get studied, you know? So we could be looking at like everything converges around the Clarks. That's just how it happens. Um, I, how about here's a here's one that's kind of tangentially related. Again, we're not going to say that Madison is necessarily alive if she comes back. Um, I don't know if anybody here on this panel has been has watched Star Trek Discovery at all. But I'm going to go with the, um, for those of you out there listening, I'm going to go with the the Adira and Gray version of the story where 
we're going to bring Madison back, but she's not really back. She's just a hallucination and or mm. specter following Alicia around and giving her advice as, you know, as Alicia slowly d- dies from the zombie disease. Or like um, Evan Handler in Lost to Hurley. Don't you do that to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had this moment with Derek Shepard in his death episode. He was just kind of hanging out being like, I'm about to die. I'm about to die. Oh. These people are incompetent. I'm what about if, to die. What if Fear the Walk Dead finally introduces ghosts? This is a thing that we've been talking about for so long on this <laughs> podcast. Like back when Rob Sesternino and I did the podcast in the episode where uh, Tyrese dies and the governor shows up, pay the bill. Uh, we're like, is that it? Is, is the ghost? Is it canon? Have we canonized ghosts on The Walking Dead? What if Madison Clark is a literal ghost? Mm. I mean, and they now did it it's with ghosts beta. and zombies. Beta had alpha. It's the same thing. If we're gonna little, if we're gonna, but if we're gonna actually like give her some sort of agency too, where she can actually have a physical impact on the world more than just the hallucination, and really say we're introducing ghosts, then damn it, we're time traveling. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're time traveling. Diamond. Here's the thing: we then go to we go to your plan, Josh. Move ahead the sixty years, but we. We can time travel back to the time of yeah. the of the younglings. Go bring <laughs> the Rick little Grimes into the future. <laughs> you know, go back in time and stop Carl. You know, save okay. Carl. At that point, save Glenn. At this point, couldn't you just go back in time and stop the zombie apocalypse? Stop it! Stop you knew it the source. Yeah, yeah. I would say how. You'd yeah, have like to, you'd have to hunt for the source. It becomes a twelve monkeys thing. There, we mm-hmm. have to we have to find find yeah. the source there. Although, yeah, that that would be see. And, and the thing is, you could argue that. Oh yeah, time travel has existed all this time because how else do you think Glenn got out from under that dumpster? Right. It was with the help of a time traveler that we didn't yeah. see. Yes. Let's retcon everything we didn't yep. like about this show. Yes. I love it. Yes. I love it. You know, we could if we're gonna travel in time, we could go back and we could make the Negan war happen over one season rather than four. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone could just go shoot him in the head. Like yep. just yeah. do it. Just do it. Got Stop a gun, I'll go back up to my room him. and get it. Yeah, right, time, exactly. time traveling Madison is uh, is a great option. That All right. I don't know that any of us considered until just now. This is very good, AJ. Very yes, good. we're doing we're doing remarkable work here. Yeah, um, I'm going to give you some scenarios from our listeners. Uh, Podrick Racer had a good one. He said. Rick Grimes is flying a helicopter with Madison on board and he hears a distress call from the submarine. He responds to the call and is going to let Madison out to help, but she falls out the open door and is caught by Morgan. Rick tips his cap to Morgan and flies off before he runs out of fuel. Madison pulls out a couple of Uzis and blows away a hundred walkers, saving the day. Yeah. Shout out to Podrick. Uh, AMC does not have the budget for that scene. That scene, that whole sequence that Podrick just described would cost the budget of an entire season of Fear the Walking Dead and an entire season of The Walking Dead World Beyond to make happen, to get all of those people in the same place. You could just cancel the anthology series. And the Daryl no, Carroll show. but I'm looking Just forward to the anthology. The, we don't need it. We need the money for Patrick's idea. I, get rid of the anthology. <laughs> I'll get rid yeah. of Daryl and Carol. They're the they're the ones who are bleeding us out with that, it, that true. crazy commanding <laughs> price tag. And the Rick Grimes movie. The Rick Grimes movie can go. We don't need that. Uh, uh, do a Rick Grimes episode. A holiday special. Yes. Yep. 
Yes. Yeah. I, look, I'm not anti Rick Grimes. It's just been so long. It's been like, a long time. This is really, a problem. Really love this Rick is Grimes a are gone. very serious problem. I mean, Nobody cares point, about him. Yeah. At this point, the only way you bring Rick Grimes into the show is, is to have him have some sort of video link with the main cast and do that <laughs> thing with the signs where he can't, you can't hear him. He's got to hold up the signs and turn it <laughs> one by one. Yeah. yeah. Grimes actually or something. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Um, Of course, that leads me to the mega happy. Like you guys have seen Wayne's World, right? When they go to the mega happy ending and like everybody loves each other and it's and it's wonderful. So the mega happy ending is obviously everybody finds Padre and Madison is there. She is running Padre. It is a utopia and her consort is Rick Grimes. And the two of them are like the king and queen of Padre. Wow. And, you know, they have an ice cream machine. No respect for you know, Michonne, it, it's a good point. Maybe they're in a thruple. Yeah. Nah, there I, you go. I, I, I could buy that. You I, have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a soft serve ice cream machine, and the thruple of Michonne, Rick Grimes, and Madison is running Padre. And okay. everybody is allowed in, except if you're a bad person that we don't like watching on the show, and those people are, are killed. Who knew Madison Clark was a unicorn? Who knew? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I have three questions for you. Are you single? <laughs> Are you interested? <laughs> I mean, it's a good point that Michonne is another loose end that's out there that um and Rick and Michonne are kind of like the series OTP at this point. I don't need that. I need I need Rick and uh and Madison to be like simpatico. I yeah. don't need them to be doing it. You know, yeah, okay. I need them. It's, it's I, need them. I need, I need Rick okay. and Madison to be platonic besties who are super legit zombie killers who see totally eye to eye and team up and yeah. destroy not, all of the bad plot lines that are still out there. They're not the king and queen of Padre. They no. are the queen and prime minister of Padre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I think we fixed it. And then yeah. Michonne can come back. Yeah. And, you know, she also... And Madison and Michonne are tight. They are you know, besties. They are yeah. tight. Everyone's getting along great. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't have to be sexual at all. Yeah. That's what uh, I want. Uh, yeah. I that's mean, it can be if they yeah. want. I'm not going to judge. Well, but... that's the spinoff series, The Walking Dead After Dark. <laughs> yeah. Walking Dead After Dark <laughs> is when they all kind of intermingle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, well, you know, in the comic books, everybody was a lot hornier than they are on the show. It's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. It um, okay. Let's see what else we got. Um, RJ Scott had... Um, Ridiculous idea. Madison arrives on the scene with a new group to help in the war, commanding an armada of ships powered by swimming walkers. <laughs> this is your shit, Jess. It this is. is what you want. One hundo. Yeah. I, I want I want someone like I want a walker chariot. It doesn't have to be aquatic. Aquatic is nice. Walker chariot, please. Mm, so now that we have the running zombies in this one alternate universe where the French are like the zombie, whatever, mm-hmm. like now you have a real chariot. Like, you know, your idea is like this really slow moving, <laughs> yes. like, you know, uh, yeah. Oregon Trail. But like now that you got these running zombies. Oh, yeah. You can have zombie races. Yeah, all zom- zombie Grand Prix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like um, like those cha- like gladiator chariot. Uh, races oh, yeah. Type yeah. Like I-, I appreciate that. I'll take that. Uh. Yep. You got the, you know, the super speedy rickshaws with the zombies. 
Is that Rick Grimes' middle name? Rick Shaw Grimes? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's better than my idea for the John Dory Laurie. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? I don't know know that it is. (laughs) Uh, So Madison's going to call the tower. Right, like, mm-hmm. it, it, and this is gonna make me break my television in half. Like, oh yeah, that phone rings and it's like, it's me, Madison Clark. I'm leaving. I'm done. <laughs> oh my god! Like, how did she get the number? Why is there phones now? Are we not going to talk about it? Oh, I, want I, I want her to call and I want her to prank call him. I want Strand to pick up and she's like, "Hey, is your refrigerator running?" And then like slam down the phone and just like die laughing. It's, what is his name? Ardo? It's Ardo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Ardo. I'm kidding. It's Madison Clark. <laughs> yeah. Put a pin in Arno. I do want to come back to Arno at some point. But we need to spend some more time um, speculating on how Madison Clark will come back, just in case the writers are listening and want to make any last minute tweaks before they start filming. Yes. Also, Madison Clark, we know you're listening. So congratulations. Welcome back. We're, we're so we're happy. happy to hear you. I am authentically incredibly happy. I just hope that yeah. it's worth it. I assume it was. If if they're bring if Madison is coming back, if Kim Dickens, who could do anything, you mm-hmm. know, it feels like if she's like, I want to, I have unfinished business with this character, and they made it worth my while. Queen, yes. You know, we're here. I'm here. I'm totally down. I'm excited about it. I think it's great. It's, you know, probably going to be totally ridiculous. Whatever. I'm down for whatever they want to do here. I think this is fun. I'm almost like the big, the big disappointment to me would be, what if it's not ridiculous enough? Yeah, maybe right. possible. Look, you know, this is the this is why this part this part is always the most exciting because we just have no idea. Uh, I mean, so right that's... now it could be great, and then you know, six months from now we're on the podcast. We're just like trash. It was trash, it's, you know, because that's like, what we yeah. say on all the podcast. Trash, trash. Look at the trash. trash. You know, we do that every single episode. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead is basically it's like being a New York Mets fan. Am I right, AJ? Oh. Every at the beginning of every season, you're like, it's all wow, future and no past. Too. That was oh. <laughs> it's so cold. All wow. future and no past, and then they just savage. find ways to break your heart hard. over and over. This is, this is hard. Oh my this is hard. goodness. This is hard. We're watching a murder happen on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dead. I am not immune. Yeah. But he's coming I'm back trending. to life as a zombie right now. Oh my god, that was so fast. I, at least you know. At least you know the Mets are. If they're down eight nothing, they're going to score five and load the bases before they lose. So mm. at least that aspect. That's true. Of, yeah. I, I I think that once we put the main show to bed, then there is no reason why we have to play by their rules anymore. <laughs> and I say we just yeah. This show can say, oh, are we the flagship? Hold my beer because we are going go bonkers and i at that point let's go for it because we we no longer have to have any sense of of sanity if we don't have that dour depressing uh flagship show going on anymore yeah we don't need any pathos anymore we can just like and this has always been the experimental show this has been like let's throw out every character and bring on a whole bunch of new characters let's do a let's, little format let's turn change. it into a western yeah. for a season sure why not let's let's go to mexico let's and put them on a boat let's talk about the troubles of the native <laughs> well, american you know, population they go, they sure go far, they go far enough into the future of this mm-hmm. show and it does potentially become a western you know they can play mm-hmm. with the genre uh so i do th- i do think that that's really really fun um, I don't know. I'm sitcom this sucker. Yeah. yeah, I want I want multi camera sitcom Walking Dead. Yeah. I've I've been on record as saying that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, apparently that's coming. Some sort of Walking Dead comedy is allegedly still coming. 
Nope. Are we getting Walking Dead lower decks? Nope. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I nope. think I think it's very likely we will get a Walking Dead animated something. Nope, uh, for sure. Scott Gimple <laughs> loves animation. Nope. He, he did a lot of stuff there. Why don't you want to see a Walking Dead cartoon? Chappelle? It's too much. It's too much. I'm this still one will be the... good. The Walking Dead but cartoon would be good. It'll be I mean, after the Daryl Carroll variety show. Like it'll after be that, good. it'll be its own thing. What if no, Daryl and Carol's show is animated? Yes, give me that. That I'll take it. I will take it. If uh, it's animated, Daryl and Carol, I'll take it. But I'm not taking anything else because I still don't understand why you would end the Walking Dead proper to have a Daryl Carol show, which the Walking money. Dead proper is already the Daryl Carol show. It's already Contract. their show. Contract. This is just changing the name. That's yeah, it. They're saving money. I, Let's I finish like the show, make an event. Maybe people will watch. We'll drum up some interest for people to come and check out the final season. Meanwhile, we don't have to pay anybody mm-hmm. more than we need to because they're going to go into a season 12 and that means more money for everybody. So let's wrap that and let's just get <laughs> uh, Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride under really good deals that they're happy with and we're happy with and we'll rebuild it and then we can save some more money when we make that show. That's why. That's it. That's it. That's the only reason. That's the only reason why it's just not continuing as the normal Walking Dead or why whatever future plan they have will be called the Walking Dead, the next generation. You know, it's because it will be too expensive to continuously upkeep the flagship. Is this like the final season of Scrubs where they just took like they had like JD and Turk show up for like one episode and then it was like all new people. Yeah, yeah. It was um the woman from Happy Endings and mm-hmm. like um the Dave Franco's uh, or oh whatever. yeah 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 like, the Lester was, Franco it was, yeah it was Scrubs like high school or something you know like <laughs> they were saved by the doctors. bell the new class but Scrubs yeah exactly yeah. exactly I remember that and no I don't want that I don't want that for this yeah. at all so Daryl and Carol are the belding and screech of the Walking Dead <laughs> 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 that's great bell bell yeah. bell da ding da dong ding yeah. Yeah, All right. Well, we didn't actually talk about the episode very much yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Half into the podcast. Well, like, isn't so that just sort of the vibe? I mean, we were, we came in like, what else do you want to say? Madison Clark. Uh, Morgan is, Morgan is with Alicia again, and Alicia thinks that zombies know where they're going. And so she's following one that she thinks knows where it's going. I think it's hilarious, honestly, because how many villains in this series and the other Walking Dead? series how many villains have just been like they're motivated by a completely misguided belief Mm -hmm. about zombies like that's been you know that was alpha you know that was the governor to some extent that was the filthy woman you know that was teddy this is a thing you do you kind of go zombie crazy and you become a villain it's 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 time-honored tradition and alicia is just embracing it I will say the one thing that this episode did really well was the use of the the flashback to show that she had already been bitten and lost the arm because when she got bitten, you know, defending Morgan and then, you know, no, no, oh, no, I've been bitten. You know, I thought, especially having watched them out of order going, really, you're going to do that? But then when they go back and said, no, actually, she was already bitten previously. And and I thought that was at least clever and a a use of a flashback that we really haven't seen before. Uh, I I, I question the fact that, you know, the senator zombie was like the fastest zombie in the world and strongest zombie in the world (laughs) to bust (laughs) through the rocks and go, ah, Well, again, you're making zombies work for you. 
Like, yeah. let me get out of this thing. But I, I, I thought that was a really clever twist. Is because he's like, oh, no, not a leech. Oh, well, she, she's already amputated. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was a nice fake out, for sure. But yeah, most of the episode was, kill them, don't kill them. Wait, kill them. No, don't kill them. Kill them. No, wait, kill them. Don't. Oh, they've gotten away. Here we are. Like, seriously? Yeah, that's, it's very Morgan Jonesian, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, case was a little dumb. I want to know what genius thought it was okay to like in a zombie apocalypse where everybody is dying, they're going to let one person know the big dark secret. And he's not, he's going to take that secret to his grave. Apparently like that doesn't make any sense. Like the Senator is going to be the one person who knows where Padre is. He's not even at least going to like write that down and lock it in a safe in case he dies. Yeah, he doesn't have a number two. Or maybe he did, and we will find out about that. I mean, that's they had a whole folder about it. Yeah, it's it's possible that 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 goes on there. I don't know. It's that whole thing was just so annoying because it wasn't because it was a flashback, and they didn't really need to see you know. Oh, and then cut back to her not telling the story, and she's not going to tell the story. She's not going to tell the story. You know what, Alicia? We don't want to hear the story anymore. Like at some point, you just say, (laughs) "I find just just don't tell me." That has been a classic Walking Dead problem. Like, I mean, I, and I will say the smartest, the best person in this entire episode, the best character, of course, was Aisha Tyler as Mickey, who in a throwaway line, they said, yeah, she wants no part of this. <laughs> yeah. Smartest character in the episode. Now, that's me. a spinoff series I would watch. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the pacing of the episode was weird. Like it was, mm. it was so much of like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up! Oh God, we're gonna die! We gotta run from Strand, but Strand's not gonna kill me. But he's not—he's not gonna kill me yet. But he's gonna kill me later. Oh, flashback! And then we do a flashback, and it was like, okay, Strand, now I'm gonna kill you. It was like, okay, well, we're not gonna kill you. We're just gonna let you hang out. But first, flashback. I was just like, it's so much going on. I couldn't tell what was happening. I was shocked when Alicia got bit. And then come to find out that she had already gotten bit. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Like, so it was, a, it was a lot of episode. Like, there was so much going on. I just didn't know which way was up in, in different points. And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, there was, it was a really hard episode for me to digest. Unlike World Beyond, for like World Beyond for me, I, I enjoyed it. It was like a good ending, mm-hmm. whereas this kind of left me like, what are we doing? And then the last scene of the episode being like, I'm going to take away from you the one thing that you love in this world, that tower that you just got eight months ago. I'm like, okay, just kill the man. Just kill him. This is right war. There. Yeah. It just feels to me like everybody assumes a lot of things about what is the one thing people love the most in this world. And then they try to take it away from there. Like, surprise, bitches. I love a lot of other things. <laughs> You're not getting me the way you thought you were gonna. Yeah. Yeah. And Strand lets her go. They're like, she's like, how, how much food do we have in the submarines? Like, uh, it lasted about two weeks. Let's retreat. Like, Strand, shoot her. Shoot her. She's right there. <laughs> like, just do something. They're about to go regroup and plan to come back for you in two weeks. Are you kidding me? So I was just like, what, what's happening right now? Why are we like, po- like pre, I know why we're prolonging. We got a lot of show, but mm. for the people in the Apple actual episode, like, okay, this means war. Come on, you guys, let's go. No, you don't get to leave now and go plot against me. You're under arrest. Like, come with us. You're you're trapped. You get to go to the uh to the tower right now because you're my hostage. But it just didn't work out like that, and I don't understand why. 
there's a lot of things that don't make sense. And that's, that's certainly one of them. Like the whole idea that they got to go like plan their wars. Like, okay, uh, let's meet here tomorrow at three o'clock and we'll have our war. Okay. Let's go back and like write on our maps and stuff. Um, I think Arno is a big miss as a character um, because it sure seemed like the guy we met last week is not the kind of guy that's going to be like, that's going to be sucked up into a doomsday cult. Like he should have led with that when he picked up the phone, like, Oh, by the way, I'm coming off of another cult. So I'm easily (laughs) susceptible to other people's ideas. So, you know, I'm a blank slate. Just let me in. I blindly followed this other dude into an underground bunker. And now I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, you he followed the Arno story a lot closer than I did. I gotta say, and I that's all there was to it. There was none. Of, none of that was really gripping me. Uh, but that was sure. the thing. He but showed up as he Lord there? Commander. Yeah, he showed up as yeah. Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Like I've been, I'm getting in the Egg Tower. We gotta blow it up. But we find out in the flashback that he's just a henchman. Like he's just yeah. another another member of the call. He's like, oh, thank God, Alicia's here. Like you don't even know her. Are you that like brainwashed? He is. So I don't understand why he's acting so uh, to Jess's point, why he's so like commanding and like the, the leader of this, this, you know, resistance in the first episode. Yeah. But now in this episode, it turns out, no, he's just a sidekick. Yeah. It's dude. You're not, you're not Jon Snow. You're like dollars. Ed. Hey, don't <laughs> exactly. insult dollars. You, head like you're that. like, you're like Bowen Marsh. I don't hey, know. Bowen Marsh, <laughs> no, Marsh. I think Bowen Marsh actually guy. was. Uh, yeah, I think maybe we we can feel okay about dismerging Bowen Marsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I was trying to think. It's been a while. Um, it, Night's Watchmen. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that show. Yeah. We tried <laughs> um, to. We tried really hard. Yeah, I, I that whole thing. And also, how is there a dude that's been like living in the walls inside this bunker for like two years? And has never seen a zombie, has never been in the outside world. And Doomsday Cult moves into his house and he's still there and they don't know he's there. That didn't make any sense. Hmm. Well, they were busy planning uh, their tree garden. <laughs> and, and I, I yeah, it, it, it's a, absolutely preposterous. Although there might have been a secret, secret tunnel that, uh, you know, they stored stuff that nobody knew about that he had the passcode to. So possibly possibly because they're not the brightest people in there anyway and they weren't looking for anybody (sighs) they've been in there like how where are we in the timeline we are at least like eight years deep into the zombie apocalypse at this point fear the walking dead yeah i think we are um we are we are probably we're further behind than Walking Dead proper yeah. and Walking Dead World Beyond by a few years, I think. Yeah. Uh, because still... Morgan runs away before the time jump that happened in yeah. season nine and before the second time jump. So before both of those time jumps. So this is probably a maybe a couple years past all out war. So maybe, you know, maybe we're close to that first time jump on Main Walking Dead, I think. Not that second time jump. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. we're, but we're five years deep. You're really going to live in an underground bunker for five years. And like the last year of it, there's a doomsday cult living with you and they don't know you're there. Yeah, it beggars belief. I mean, I'm with you there. I, yeah. I, I, I like the concept of having somebody who hadn't seen any, any, any zombies up until this point. And, uh, you know, it was a very interesting concept to explore. So glad you killed him in the first episode of the season. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that dude needed to die. 
<laughs> he was annoying. Yeah, that dude needed some dying. I'm glad they did it. But thankfully, he was back to crawl out and ruin the peace. <laughs> it's war. Alicia says, it's war. If it's war, you ward, Victor. It's war you shall get. <laughs> and then we cut to the end of the episode. So that's the cliffhanger. Yep. Of course. You know. Also, I will make you look at my skeletal hand. I've kept it in perfect condition so that you will always see it. And uh, that is messed up, by the way. Well, they're trying yeah. to go for some kind of Luke Skywalker vibes, I think, with the glove and the hand underneath, and you don't really know what's going on. Uh, and it's not cool. It's gross. But there's like a... When you when you interrogate like the preparations that go into like <laughs> getting this prosthetic ready, like she, you're telling me she's like sitting there like curing her own bone. It's weird. It's super weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's not really something Alicia would do. I don't think nobody would do that. I don't even think. I think Teddy would look at that and be like, "That's too gross." I don't know. I yeah. this, this one is is weird. Yeah, yeah. so weird. Thank goodness this isn't really Alicia, it's her twin Felicia. Yeah, so. it's Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Cosplaying as Alicia. So. Felicia Clark. Yeah. Yep, of course. So, yeah, the, she'll, she'll, you know, they'll go to war, she'll fight Strand, she'll die, Madison will show up. It'll be a very short-lived reunion, then Madison will be like, who killed Alicia? And that'll be season eight. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And we'll be here to talk about. Well, it. we'll be here to talk about the run up <laughs> to that too. So the show is gone. Uh, f- uh, so Maine Walking Dead's coming back uh, <laughs> in February. Uh, I can pull up the stats. Let me let me let me uh, just uh, as I push my glasses, I kind of pull out the calendar. Uh, so we are going to get back to the actual Walking Dead on February twenty third. Uh, is going to be the return of season eleven B. So we get to find out what happens on the other side of everybody getting shot at with fireworks uh, is going to be when when that goes down. Uh, and then I think Fear the Walking Dead is going to be April 20th. Whoa. Uh, get ready. 420, baby. So uh, starting in February, we're going to come back and we're going to have, uh, I think, close to 16 sustained weeks of Walking Dead stuff to talk about again. And then Tales of the Walking Dead is supposed to come out this summer. So we're going to go on a winter break from December to February for sure. And I uh, would highly advise everybody on this podcast panel and everybody listening to enjoy the time off. Think about what you want to do with your newfound freedom. Examine your life. Examine your life choices. <laughs> Only come back if you really want to come back here, because when we come back in February, I think we're going to be doing zombie shows for many months. Forever. Mm. The next yes. time we're... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Forever. The, yes. The Correct. next time we're ending, the next time we're having a wrap up like this is going to be like, I got to get off the, I got to get off the call, guys. I got to go to my kid's high school graduation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Speak for yourself. That's next year for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, your, your kid will, like, you can go to your grandson's high school graduation uh, at that point, AJ. Right. I think realistically, there's a chance that once February starts, we are consistently weekly walking deading 
through your your child's graduation, AJ. <laughs> I do think that, <laughs> that, that, I think that there's a non-zero possibility that yeah. that's real. Yeah. I, I do believe I'm going to have to renegotiate for some Madison Clark money here. I love it. I love, <laughs> I, you know, I've, the Walkman franchise sometimes is totally ridiculous, but it's been on forever, and I'm I'm glad we're still hanging it. I yeah. think uh, it's it's fun to talk about. And I mean, you yeah. know, if we can't get Madison Clark money, we can at least bring Victor Strand bonkers. Yes, we could do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, for one, I'm very excited for April 20th when this show comes back. So yeah. I I can't wait. It's my favorite day of the year. One of them when the show just comes back for its uh, second half. And I cannot wait. Fortunately, mm-hmm. everybody. We're yeah. waiting. Well, you're going to have my a great birthday, time. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. My noted Walking Dead fan, John Lee's. Wow. Happy birthday, yeah. dude. Shout out John, I will celebrate John Lee's Dory. for John Lee's Dory. Yeah. I will make sure to celebrate for him as I watch The Walking Dead, uh, wow. its return. Fear of the Walking Dead. I mean, let me just so, make yeah. sure to note that on the calendar too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's already marked on mine. <laughs> yeah, got it. Man, yeah. what a party that's going to be! <laughs> fear Day is what I'm going to call John Lee's Story birthday party. Fear Day. Oh God! Fear <laughs> Fear Twenty. Fear Twenty. Fear Twenty. Fear Twenty. What Hashtag strand will you be using that day? Yeah. <laughs> I got a strand. <laughs> yeah. If AMC knows what they're doing, they will unroll uh, the the Victor strand. No, they were they yeah. were going to light it up. up. Yeah. 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 I can't great. wait. Yeah. <laughs> Get out uh, THC sixteen. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. THC's The Walking Dead. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> I mean. Something that boggles my mind, and I know this is like this is like fifty year old hack comedian territory here, but <laughs> we're watching this program and like all of its little you know cousins and brothers and sisters on a network that uh, used to be American movie classics. Like yeah. when I was a kid, you would turn this channel on and it would just be like, this is now a like Tyrone Power retrospective, <laughs> and you know we're gonna watch then. Th- you know, next week we're going to watch Citizen Kane followed by, <laughs> you know, I don't know, other things like they didn't show a single color film when mm-hmm. I was a child. And now it's all zombies all the time, all the time and no um, movies. Uh, no, <laughs> I, and I don't care what you say. There are no movies. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's only so much of the mask of Zorro you can show before you have to move away from that. Yeah. Old theme. Yeah. Might as well just no re- rename it AMZ um, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Ooh, yeah. 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 Love it. All right. I think that about that about wraps it up for us so we can go on Yadis and enjoy our time off. But um, I know that for some of us, we don't really have they're you know they don't have any concept of time off like you for instance Chappelle uh, what Hi. are you up to lately nothing <laughs> yeah I, right I, I just I'm doing a lot uh, per usual no one's shocked by that uh, this week I will be guesting on the shit 90 shows taught me podcast to talk about the best Christmas movie of all time Home Alone uh, with Jessica Sterling and Sarah Ferguson so that is going to be a great time. I cannot wait. It's my favorite uh, Christmas movie next to Batman. Um, but uh, I, this is this is my moment. This is the reason why I was supposed to podcast this and can't hardly wait. That's like my, you know, my, my white whale. And so we're here now. Um, also on post show recaps, I'm still talking about Insecure with uh, Mari Forth, Latanya Starks and whoever else we bring on the podcast for the week. We only have a couple more episodes of Insecure. The final season of Insecure is wrapping up and we are talking about it still. So 
check that out. We have our own feed called Insecure, the post show recap. And so people can check that out. Subscribe, like, you know, five star reviews. You don't have to listen. Just give me the reviews. But uh, yeah, check that out. It's, it's a great time and I've been enjoying it thoroughly. Also, um, still talking about Never Have I Ever on Silent Podcast with Sasha Joseph. Uh, she and I are uh, about to wrap up uh, Never Have I Ever season two. And this week, our guest is Sarah Ferguson. So I'm going on the Shit 90 Shows podcast and she's coming on uh, Silent Podcast to talk to me. So that's going to be a great time uh, as usual. And then um, with Rob Sister, you know, on the Rob Has a Podcast Network, I'm still doing nothing but Netflix every week. And so this most recent episode we did was Selling Sunset, uh, an incredible show on Netflix about uh, very rich people selling really, 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 really expensive houses. And it was a good time. Asia Welsh and Geneva Guadalupe, uh, they were our guests for the week. We had a great time. And so if you want to keep up with all of my foolishness, all of these podcasts that I am, you know, popping up on, uh, follow me on Twitter at Chappelle Show. Uh, as usual, you know, that's the best way to, to keep track of what I'm doing, but always subscribe, like, you know, all that good stuff to post a recap, silent podcast. And, uh, you know, Rob has a podcast as well. That's a lot of stuff, Chappelle. I hope you're at least taking a day off on Christmas. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and Josh Wiggler, what, what, what else is going on in the PSR world? Yeah. I mean, there's so much happening on post show. Uh, this is, a, you know, December is a time of uh, a lot of endings and new beginnings as well here on post show recaps. Uh, the HBO lineup that is so stellar right now uh, that we're really proud of uh, from succession to insecure to curb is going to wrap up this month, succession first and then insecure and curb. Uh, but we still have you covered with multiple podcasts about all of those shows uh dexter new blood the aforementioned i'll say it loudly because the podcast is a blast and the show's pretty good aj was on it this week with myself it was really 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 fun we had a great time uh talking through all of that um lost down the hatch is getting very close to the end of lost season six the final season of lost we have three episodes left to recap for down the hatch and then that odyssey uh reaches uh, some version of an ending. What ending we uh, was, have, have yet to discuss, uh, but we've got some really fun plans there. Uh, the Yang in there gang is getting really close to the end of the line as well on the Avatar uh, rewatch. I think it will cross into January, but barely. Uh, so it's really close to the end there as well. So uh, things are happening and we've got bright ideas about the future. So we're enjoying the end of the year. Uh, 20, 2021 fun times on post show recaps, bad time for the world, fun times on post show recaps. Uh, so, uh, hope you're enjoying some of the stuff that we're putting out there. We're having a fun time making the things and you can talk to me on Twitter. I'm Matt Rand Howard. That's really good stuff. And of course, um, AJ Mass, how are the felonious pundits? Oh, they're doing just fine. We are actually just a few episodes away from the end of season two in our quest to get through all 15 seasons plus potential reboot, which may or may not happen. But hopefully uh, we will be going through all that. We should be done by the time that we uh, your your kid is uh, having the high school graduation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Todd Svensgaard and I uh, doing a rewatch for me. Uh, first watch of him on Criminal Minds. Check it out. Also, my trivia podcast, Beat My Guest going strong new episodes every friday in december so look forward to that that's super awesome and of course i think it we would be remiss if we did not ask you to if you are enjoying all the quality programming here on the post show recaps network 
and especially on this show itself. Um, if you wanted to tell us exactly how much you love us, this is the season of giving and you could give to the podcast by supporting us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash post show recaps, post show recaps.com slash Patreon. You can find the whole new world of podcast content that opens up to you when you support us financially. It's just a few bucks a month and you get access to extra podcast content, like multiple extra podcast contents, as well as access to the patron discord, which is like having 150 best friends immediately. And there's never, there's never a time when you go into the discord and there's not someone there to talk to you. You'll never be bored. You'll never be bored. You'll never be lonely and you'll never be out of coins for the Wario Casino. Nah, that's not true. I zeroed out today. How is that possible, Josh? Last time I talked to you, you had like 22,000. I had, uh, I, well, that ended swiftly. Uh, no. but I had, I had almost 4,000. I did have 4,000 coins at one point today. Wario took them all. He zeroed me out. That bastard. Yeah. Man, anyway, patreon.com slash booster yeah, recaps. You right. lose your money. If you want to, if you, if, if the walking dead is not breaking your heart enough, Come join our Patreon group and get into the casino and let Wario break your heart on the daily. Yeah, come gamble fake money with me and lose it all. We'll be miserable together. It's it's a it's like it's it's like cheers where everybody knows your name. Yes. Um for sure. Uh, so you can engage with us about all things Walking Dead. We are not podcasting for a few weeks, but we will be around to answer your feedback. If you've got it, you can tweet at us. Josh is at Round Howard. I am at Haymaker Hattie. Chappelle is at Chappelle's underscore show. And AJ is at AJ Mass. We love hearing from you. And you can also email us TWD at pushorecaps.com. We love your feedback. Thank you to everybody that sent feedback this year. We really have appreciated all of the great questions you raise. And we love knowing you're out there listening. So we love you. And we hope that you won't abandon ship. I, I feel like anybody that's here now is in it for the long haul. So we hope that you all have a great few weeks. And we'll see you on the flip side. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.